0: This is Doug Green, and I'm the publisher of Telecom Reseller, and today I'm with Mike Tolliver, who's the Product Management Director at Viopta. Mike, thank you for joining me today.
1: Hey, thanks so much for having me.
0: Well, this is going to be a really great podcast. Uh, we're we're talking about really what uh, something that is impacting almost everybody and that's certainly impacting our industry, this huge migration and change and disruption that's occurring, that could be really good for a lot of people, maybe a challenge for others. and uh, you know what uh, Viopta is going to be offering everybody in terms of helping us work through this. But Mike, before we get into that, what is Viopta?
1: Viopta is a software company. Uh, we do monitoring and analytics solutions for enterprise UC unified communication. so pretty much any infrastructure that fits in there, whether it's your you know your online meeting system, whether it's on-prem voice, uh, anything in the UC, UC world, we do monitoring and analytics on, um, we've been doing it for a long time of a, you know, a, 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 in my opinion, a best in class solution there. Uh, I think today we're gonna focus more on just the analytics side of things, which I'm actually much more excited about because there's a ton of really, really useful data there.
0: And the analytics is something that a company can use to better understand about itself, is that right?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many use cases, I mean, uh, Trend detection—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the ability to use data to be proactive instead of reactive. Our analytics are not really intended to be uh, real-time uh, in that per se. It's more looking at historical trends and find uh, trying to find some uh, uh, meaningful tidbits of data that can help you be proactive uh, in, in many in many areas. Like one is to just remove barriers. So if I if I notice that there are uh, certain uh, you know uh, certain areas of disruption, certain uh, issues with the network, certain things that happen around you know uh, consistent places of time, consistent uh, you know um, uh, locations then I can be proactive to go go and uh, go and resolve those but it also helps me to kind of learn more about uh, efficiency and effectiveness of collaboration and you know I'm excited about that because I don't I really don't think there's been a better time, the now to explore the value of collaboration i mean uh, value of collaboration data if you think about you know uh, there's just so much more available to us now than there was before if you think back to 2019 you know there uh, i think it's about 86% of all meetings were in person you know so 86% of all meetings left no data trail right now and and uh, the you know obviously the covid pandemic kind of Flip those numbers on its head and the amount of data available from uh you know from enterprise collaboration is increased by orders of magnitude so i like to look at that like that just this it's, it's kind of a novel problem right and think of like all this uh this collaboration data is like a big vault right and we know that there's value in there you just have to have the key to unlock it and extract that and that's kind of what our, our solution uh is intended to do in the, in the um and then there's a lot of really interesting use cases on that. But yet, collaboration data is, I think, probably the most one of the most untapped sources of value in enterprise uh, in an enterprise business intelligence system right now. And, and I, I'm excited to kind of help help uh, help you know help our customers tap into that.
0: Well, let's dive really into that a little bit. So you guys have something called Space Insights. Now, what is that?
1: So space insights, really, I mean, if you just think of collaboration data, which is, you know, uh, the, the data that funds the analytic solutions that we have, that collaboration data can be oriented around multiple things. So you can orient it around uh, the endpoints and the, you know, and the technology that 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 uh, the that outfits the the, uh, the the infrastructure, you can orient it around the end users and, and find, you know, um, uh, and, and identify barriers to collaboration, barriers to productivity there. Uh, but what we're talking about today is space insights where you're just taking that same collaboration data and orienting it around the physical spaces, the meeting rooms, the huddle spaces that uh, that facilitate collaboration in the in the modern office. And when you do that, there's, uh, there's a lot of really interesting use cases that you can find to improve efficiency and, and, and even get a better ROI on in your investment.
0: Well, let's talk about those use cases. Are there some industries that you're seeing that need you space uh, need um, space insights?
1: Um, yeah, I don't really even think it's that industry specific because like our you know our customer base I mean comprises many different verticals, many different industries um, and many almost all of them are having the same kind of questions and same kind of problems, which is hey the modern office the office that we have now that we're starting to go back to. The needs of it, the demand of the workforce, what the what what the, that office needs to do is different than what it was pre-pandemic. So if you think of um, you know, if you think of the office pre-pandemic, it's it's the place where we did everything, where all work was done, basically, for, for many organizations. And now with so many different variations of hybrid work and and, and 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 so much dust still in the air that we haven't settled from you know this massive disruption. The changes, uh, you know, the the workforce has obviously changed in dramatic ways, and the needs that the workforce has that need to be met within those spaces have also changed. And so that space, you know, there's no better time to use data to make sure that the that those spaces are meeting those needs. And so we've had a lot of our customers are, you know, they're transforming their offices to be more collaboration centric, for the simple reason of hey, you know, we have uh, some hybrid capacity, right? Like. A lot of our workforce is going to do their heads down work at home. So when they come into the office, they're coming to the office with some intentionality and some purpose towards collaboration. And so the office as a point of collaboration has become so much more important. And even even the technology in the office has been changing and will continue to change to, to support that. So in order, to, uh, in order to make sure everything's working, make sure that there aren't barriers to productivity, make sure that the employee's needs are met. There's, you know, really no better time to kind of use use big data, use data to make sure that things are are functioning as smoothly as possible, and the, you know, the, the changing needs of a of a dynamic workforce are are being met.
0: Now, were there have there been early adopters to this?
1: Yeah, yeah, um, we've had we've had several early adopters, um, and I will say that, you know, uh, I, I probably. I, just in general, I probably won't name specific names. Or I can, you know, talk about, you know, maybe just a, a large financial company or, or or things like that. But um, we've had early adopters. That uh, well, let me back up one second. Though uh, we actually launched Space Insights. Uh, we formerly called it Workspace Insights pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and so we launched it back in uh, 2018, 2019, and it was met, you know, with with uh, you know, um, it, it was met well. It was received well. Back then, the primary value prop that we get out it was you know or around real estate optimization because if you think about you know any large company any large organization you know, their top line expense their biggest expense is of course their people which is you know uh, of course like your, your most important asset is your human resources but number two on that list is your real estate and that's still the case for most organizations now, even though you know those those uh, there's shifting uh, winds in that in that direction. But that still it's a very significant real estate. So there was a lot of interest from uh, real estate planners, from even like facilities managers, things like that, to get some data on how those uh, meeting spaces are being used within within office to optimize that real estate investment. And that's still a really uh, really uh, important use case. That use case didn't go away. But now as people are starting to go back to the office, um, you know, in, in, in more force, um, other use cases have been identified on top of that. So not just thinking about real estate optimization, we're thinking about what we just you know, talked about a second ago. Is like, mm-hmm. hey, let's make sure that this new world of hybrid collaboration, that the new needs of the office are meeting the demands of the workforce and do it so efficiently. Because if we think about what are, what are these meeting spaces intended to do, they're really intended to facilitate effective collaboration between the workforce. You know, that number two line, I've talked about the number two investment uh, of, of real estate that has to make sure the number one investment is able to use this time effectively, make sure your technology is allowing your users, your workforce to work effectively. And so as, you know, as the, uh, as, as collaboration changed from from COVID, the needs of the the uh, of what uh, what what a modern office needs to facilitate has also changed. So we're seeing much different technology go in there, which is exciting, which opens up new opportunities, and we're seeing different use cases go in uh, into those meeting spaces. And so what we're doing is taking data in from many many different vendors. Um, combining it together in a single pane of glass and providing a clear picture of how your space is being utilized from a you know from a real estate optimization perspective but also from a, a functional perspective of making sure that there's uh you no know, identifiable barriers to productivity that are getting in the way of, of effective collaboration
0: now you know since you've rolled it out and especially since uh, now it's become even more vital since the pandemic and all this um is the buyer also, the buyer for this product, the same type of buyer historically you've gotten for Viopta, or is it a different community?
1: That's a good question. Uh, in some ways, yes, in some ways, no. Um, we're seeing, you know, I can kind of subjectively say there's there's a bit of a convergence uh, around things that didn't use, that used to be more separate. So IT used to be a little bit more separate than, you know, business units and, and departments of, Facilities and real estate used to be more separate from the business units, and uh, we're kind of seeing business units uh, merge a little bit more with all of that. Where there's there's a there's a focus on effective collaboration. So you see, you know, um, uh, the 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 folks that are interested in making sure the collaboration infrastructure is working are also interested in making sure that uh, uh, that efficiency is being maintained right and so um what used to be an an area that is you know was primarily just like okay let's give this to real estate planners and facilities professionals we're now seeing you know kind of a convergence and in with the people that make the buying decisions for the for the for technology in the room that design the rooms and all there's a little bit more of a, a unified look on there which i think is uh probably a good thing going forward so um but everybody's different there's no there's no one you know one way that people are uh, that organizations are doing it but I, there is more of a convergence there which i think is uh useful for collaboration in general
0: and i understand in keeping with a company that's big on analytics you guys actually built in uh, an r an roi calculator there's a apparently a space insights calculator
1: we did yeah we we, we built in that that kind of estimates you know takes things like hey if um if you have a you know large investments in big conference rooms that are intended to house like 25, 30 people in them and they're routinely used for you know small meetings and, and 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 your average capacity is around seven, eight people, that may give you the ability to make some data-driven decisions on, hey, I'm gonna split this up and make two rooms. That's one example. There are many, many others in the list, but if you can kind of use data to optimize that real estate investment what's the return on that and so we have a calculator that kind of kind of um, uh, is, is based on some you know real- life examples that we've worked with other companies and kind of gives you some estimates of what you can expect but I will say that that calculator that we have in, in the you know, uh, on the website right now is more based on that, that that value prop of real estate optimization it doesn't take so much into account the more intangible factors of Hey, what's the value of removing some barriers to productivity for my workforce? What's the value of hey, making sure that we have the, the, the right technology in the place that is the best to support hybrid collaboration? So those are more intangible, but in my opinion, they're probably in the long run, even more valuable than uh, optimizing um, square footage, real estate costs.
0: So, Mike, you know, I know you've got many use cases over the last few years, but does anything stand out in your mind as a great example of, you know, how this has helped a company?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, there there are a lot, probably too many to go through in, in, in detail, but I can give you know some examples. Um, you know, one is just ensuring efficient use of the space that you already have. You know number one is you got to make sure you have enough space that meets the needs of your of your of your employees but the space that you have we want to make sure it's efficient um you know one example there is a lot of meetings a lot of a lot of rooms are being booked but never actually attended hmm. so we call those ghost meetings or zombie meetings right and so you can uh you can with this tool you can identify that right because you can use the sensors in the room the technology in the room to understand if people were there if uh, if uh, if a meeting was attended and compare that to what was being booked, and then you can circle all the way back down to hey, we can identify specific recurring meetings that are always on the calendar that are rarely or never attended, and you can use that information to empower those meeting hosts to make uh, mm-hmm. you know a little bit better decisions around on uh, on on what they're doing with uh, with with the the calendars. And when you do that, I mean, if you if you are able to free up a zombie meetings if you're able to make more efficient use of that space, it makes it a lot more available for, you know, for, uh, uh, for, for anyone else to use. So you don't want to have that. That's, a, that's one example of inefficient usage. And I think empowering meeting hosts is a really, really good use case for this data. Because um, you know, from, uh, from what we've discovered, I call this a 1050 50 rule. Uh, about 50% of all your meetings within an organization are booked by only 10% of employees. And so that makes a very, very outsized proportion of impact, you know, on your infrastructure, on your on your collaboration from a, a small set of your you know, of your employee base. And so if you can kind of use data to arm to uh, empower those uh, meeting hosts with, um, you know, with, with with real world data, then you can really make a, a, a significant influence on on a you know on effective collaboration.
0: You know, as we uh, look into the uh, new year. Are, is, does this sort of a, represent an opportunity for the channel and MSP communities?
1: Uh, absolutely. I mean, we work very closely with uh, with the channel. Most of our business goes through there. Uh, we have several uh, MSPs that offer this as uh, solutions. Uh, I think there's actually quite a bit of opportunity there if uh, for you know MSPs or, or or you know if there's a value added on top of uh, on top of this because hey, there's a lot of value here that it takes a little bit of digging to find out and if you uh, if you have some expertise in this you can offer a a really just a a great solution for for an enterprise that may not have the capacity or power or or or, or resources to go and uh uh, figure things out quite on their own because the data is there the data is uh the data is uh, uh available but in order to make it um uh super actionable it takes it takes some investment into uh, into digging in what that means for your organization so there's a not, there's a there's a lot of opportunity for that value add uh, on top
0: that seems to be for me anyways a big takeaway from our conversation today that with all these meetings these companies historically there was there, there was no data trail as you pointed out earlier at all in person meetings we it's just whatever experience you had but now we have hard data um, and we can learn things yeah.
1: We have hard data, so the data, the breadth of data, has grown, but also the depth of data. That data has become more rich as the technology that outfits these rooms has changed. You know, the uh, the same way the volume has. And if you, you know, one really good example of that is so many of the cameras that we put in these rooms for the purpose of video conferencing are now capable of doing effective people counting, so we can get occupancy data. So we can understand. Uh, really, really inter- that opens up the door for really, really interesting use cases. Uh, one of which is, you know, we've had a lot of um, customers find out that hey these conference rooms or these huddle spaces, things like that, are often used by a single person. Somebody mm-hmm. books it and goes in there, and maybe they're just having a, you know, a call where they wanted a quiet space. And so that was, you know, you can look at that as an inefficient use of a meeting space, but you can also say, hey, this is this is an understanding of the needs of my workforce. We need some more. Uh, you know um, focus areas, more focus spots that are that that maybe uh, offer a little bit more quiet, a little bit more privacy because that's the needs of the workforce. When you use data to understand the kind of organic behavioral trends, then you can adjust your infrastructure to meet those more effectively. And when you do that, you get a you know you you remove barriers and get more effective uh, collaboration and better productivity.
0: Well, Mike, I know we're going to be doing uh, more content with you guys throughout the year as we have been. I'm looking forward to our next podcast and EduCast. But for now, I really want to thank you for joining us today and giving us some insight into Space Insights. Where can we learn more about Viopta?
1: Viopta Viopta.com. Come visit us. Uh, You can get some uh, uh, plenty of information on the website. You can sign up for a demo if you want. Uh, reach out to folks if you uh, if you have any more questions. We we have a great support team, great customer service team. Um, yeah, please uh, please hit us up.
0: Well, that's great, and sounds like a very good, a good idea to get a free demo. Check it out.
1: Absolutely, and thanks so much for well, having me, Doug. It's
0: been great. It's been my pleasure. I'm, I'm looking forward to our next one, but for now, thanks very much.
1: Awesome. Thank you.